beyond excited to welcome you to a very special episode as we close the curtains on an incredible year. I can't believe it's already the end of 2023, can you? Anyway, from eye-opening discussions to unlocking the secrets of empowerment and getting to the nitty-gritty of the issues that you care about most, we laughed, learned, and we have grown together. Today, it's all about celebrating you, our amazing audience, by revisiting the top episode that stole the show in 2023. The absolute favorite, a conversation that resonated with each of you and became the champion of the list. Drum roll, please. That was good. That was really good. Okay, and now without further ado, presenting the crown jewel of 2023, part two of how to be a successful leader, the importance of self-awareness and integrity featuring my beloved friend and esteemed guest, Vice President of Education at the John F. Kennedy Center for Performing Arts, Jordan LaSalle. This episode is the undisputed champion of our podcasting journey this year. So tune in so you don't miss this audience favorite and be sure to catch the runner-up episodes as you bring in the new year. They were part one, The Crown, Gender Equality and How to See Yourself as God Sees You. Part two, The Crown, Gender Equality and How to See Yourself as God Sees You. And the last one was Achieve Financial Growth, How to Unlock Your Earning Potential This Year. But don't just tune in and listen. I would love to hear your thoughts on why these episodes were your favorites. Um, You can shoot me an email at support at breakfreebeunstoppable.com or you can send me a message to my DM, um, find me on IG at the Ashley Winston. I love getting your feedback and I love reading your emails. And so as we cross over into the new year, brace yourselves for more engaging content, empowering stories and incredible guests. If you know somebody that you think would be an incredible or inspiring guest on the Break Free podcast, you can reach out to me um, on Instagram at the Ashley Winston and click the link in my bio, or you can shoot me an email at support at breakfreebeunstoppable.com. So with that being said, I hope you had a very Merry Christmas and I'm wishing you a happy new year. Cheers to another year of showing up, telling the truth, and doing the work so that we can be unstoppable out here. You're listening to the Break Free Podcast, where we show up, tell the truth, and do the work so that we can live God's best for our lives. Let's jump right in. So before we took a break, we were talking about the how versus the what as it relates to some of the barriers that get in our way when we are trying to just progress in our lives and in mm-hmm. business. Um, and Jordan, you were talking about self-doubt and you were talking about, you know, insecurity. And I just want you to elaborate on the how you were able to face those barriers. You use the language, you know, that you brought them closer to you once you recognized, hey, I'm dealing with some self-doubt. I'm dealing with some insecurity. Instead of saying, uh, that's not me. I don't have that in my life, which is what I think we like to do sometimes. You embraced it. And I agree with you that that's really the only way to overcome is you have to embrace what's true. Mm. Or I would say it's a fact and then decide what's true. Right. Okay. Or what your truth will be. How did you walk that out? Yeah, I think, I think bringing it in and evaluating it and looking at it 
loving it as part of you and your journey is fundamental to leveling up. So that's, I think, the piece of it that matters is you're going to a new place. Yes. So you have to recognize what is helping you get to that new place. And that includes some of those doubts and some of that insecurity. So was that journaling for you? Was that having a conversation with a friend? Was that reading a book and then a light bulb? Like what is the, tell us like what it looked like in your life. Yes, I think, okay. So you know this thing already, Ashley, but we're making sure we talk about it here, which is, The words that you surround yourself with, the words that you tell yourself, the words that you share with people around you and those people matter so much that all that all manifests into your actual cellular. There's real research that shows it affects the cellular level of your body. Your composition changes with different kinds of language and words around you and what you what you use for your own self. So yes, I do. I have been journaling for many years. Um, I have an amazing, I, 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 I believe very strongly in therapy. I think that's a great way to get another perspective in your life and have somebody who can look holistically at all the different uh, aspects of life that you're going through. But I was also wise enough to change that person when I needed something different. And so similarly with friends, mentors, people you confide in at work or outside of work, I think awareness around one of the things I say to myself every morning is I attract people who inspire and challenge me. And that is a reminder to me on a daily basis to ensure that the people around me are giving that same kind of energy that I am putting out into the world and that they are helping me to level up all the time, right? If I find myself in a rut or in a pattern that's a speech pattern, that's a belief pattern, or a company I keep pattern, that's the first place I go. Is this inspiring and challenging to me? If not, I got to make some changes. And it doesn't mean always completely splitting with those people, but it may mean demoting them and their power in your in my life, right? And just having that awareness of what my expectations are of other of other people. That's good. And you know, speaking of people that we surround ourselves with, you know, leaders pour out a lot, they're feeders and you are a feeder. Mm -hmm. And so you know this very well, that feeders also need to be fed. How have you been keeping yourself fed so that you can keep going, not just at work, right? But you have a life. So again, I'm going to come back to the people I surround myself with, if I am recognizing that they're tapping my energy more than feeding it, I've got to make changes. So surrounding myself with inspiring people, 
and knowing that I have those outlets and connections, that really helps me. I'm a person who does receive energy from connections with other people. Not everybody is like that. They might be more introverted where they receive energy from, you know, reading or solitude. Um, but I do get a lot of my energy from connections with others. So having those conversations, delving into something with people that I know are invested in my journey and going to help lift it up and celebrate it along the way. I think, you know, we have talked about this before in life, but we have to be wary of those people that aren't there to cheer us on. And I don't mean just mindless yes people who are, you know, always going to be on your side. Like there's love in that, but I'm talking about people who are really invested in growth and excited to see that you're challenging yourself, that you're moving to a next level. And so there's curation in the people you spend your time and attention with. And that curation is is a really important aspect of being fed. I think in addition, um, in the last few years, I've been able to spend time and attention on my surroundings. So I've had the great you know, fortune to be able to purchase my first home. And so in making all of those decisions around how that's decorated, what is the feel that I'm going for, it allowed me to do a lot of that introspection too about what's important to me and how I want, how I, what are my visions of home and how does that feed me every day? I'm the one who, you know, benefits from that most. Um, So those kinds of aesthetics along with, that introspection, and then that boosting from other humans, I think are, those are the ways that I, I stay fed uh, the most. That's great, Jordan. I love what you said about your home and also curating your circle, essentially, right? And, you know, I think you use the word aesthetic, right? And, when I think about that, I personally think of aesthetic, but also like just atmosphere. Right. And that atmosphere is so important to um, outcomes, mm. right? Sometimes we're looking for a certain outcome in our life, in our businesses, in our relationships, but the atmosphere is not conducive for the outcome that we're trying to get. And unless we're intentional, you know, intentional about shifting and changing that atmosphere, you know, whether it's the culture in our corporation or in our church or just in our circle, then we have to manage our expectations as it relates to what the outcome will be. Sure. And you've been doing that, right? And it's been working for you. I know it can't, it's not easy, but, um, that takes courage. When it comes to curating your circle, mm. what have you been able to identify as red flags? Oh. We, where you say, yeah, it's where you say, I know, you didn't know I was going there. Because, you know, I think a lot of being able, you know, to curate something has to do with being able to identify and define what's even happening. And I think that is where we miss it sometimes because we are not able to identify whether or not someone should be in our 
space, okay, and then defining if they are where they where they should fit, putting people where they belong. I know early in my career, this is a mistake that I made many times was, yes, I, I was like, I could identify something was there, but I kept miss defining it. Like, you know, I wasn't defining it properly, the relationship. So it's putting people in wrong spaces. Okay. And it, it was, it was challenging. And after you bump your head, you know, so many times you realize, okay, Ashley, there's a pattern here. You're the common denominator. Right. You've got to begin to identify and define relationships and the purpose of them much sooner because it. it's costing you. It's I costing think what you just said hits on it, it so importantly. So one thing is being able to identify these red flags, being able to identify what is important to you. Okay, huge. And I will go into that for sure. But the other part of it that you just touched on that I think we need to make sure to highlight is the time it takes you to identify and then act upon what you've identified. But I'll tell you what, it comes back to what we were talking about earlier too, in terms of the messaging that we have in our heads. Yes. I know that one of the things that works well for me, and I've had lovely friends tell me that is part of my magnetism is that I will, I believe in the best in people. I want to see people shine and thrive. I want to get to the marrow of things and talk through and yeah I hear you and when that bites me is when I am ignoring the other aspects mm -hmm. of human relationships which is sometimes people don't want to go there sometimes people aren't ready and so they're showing me over and over again and yet I'm still hanging in like, come on, this is going to be, I know there's goodness in yeah. here. So I'm clinging to this. If you're looking at a pie chart, I'm at this one little sliver over here, giving it all the weight and importance where the rest of the chart is telling me. Yes. This is the majority of this person's time, energy, capacity. So pay attention to that. Right. Time, energy, capacity. The time piece of it, right, is what they're already thinking about and like yes. where their head is. So they may be able to say things that are really beautiful, but where is the energy going? What are they doing? What are those actions? And one of the red flags in my life is if you're talking a lovely talk, but it doesn't translate into action, goodbye. Thank you so much. Because it shows me that Whatever it is, you either don't have the real desire, there's not real integrity in the words that you're speaking. Correct. Or, and or, you don't have that capacity to actually yes. put it into action. Something is holding you back from translating it into action. And look, again, 20 years ago, I would have jumped right in and been like, let's figure it out together. <laughs> No more, friend. I don't right? have it's that. It's different. Right. And you have to time. create a boundary, right? Yeah, it's different. Sure. I, it, I always say it's important to look at your age and stage. It's very important to identify, sure. okay, let's be real about it. I'm, I don't get down about it, but some things, when you look at the age and stage of your life, I just can't tolerate this anymore. Absolutely. I'm looking at where I'm headed. I'm looking at 
what my responsibilities are. I'm looking at how I need to use my time, energy, my capacity, right? And this is not a match um, because I have other priorities that need that time, energy, capacity to be used differently than working at this and through this when, like you said, the rest of the pie chart is communicating. You either can't, you know, fulfill what you're saying or the integrity's not there and there's a, you know, a lack of alignment in what you're saying and doing. So important. That's a beautiful way of saying it too, because it doesn't always, it, it, then, then it allows you to not get that upset about it either. Mm -hmm. You take that disappointment, you take that, you know, upset and you translate it into, thank you for this information. I was just about to say that because really you're just collecting data. You're collecting I think, you data. know, yeah, when you're, it, this is, I don't know if we're talking about personal relationships right now, okay. the professional, it, it's all in one bucket it right is. now, you know? Um, but it's true because you're meeting people professionally, personally, whatever it is, and you don't have to judge it. I think sometimes we judge it and then we decide this person is this type of person or, you know, this person is this or that, but it's like, this is just information. I don't have to judge this information. It just is information. This is data. And then I can decide what I do with that data. Do I want to invest in this further? Do I want to remove myself? Do I want to continue? You know, do I want to keep going along with this, but have some boundaries in place? So important. So, um, yeah, I love what and, you said And all there. of those systems of reinforcement that we've talked about help that process, right? So if you have that self-awareness, if you're working on it with yourself, if you're talking about it with people that you trust, you're, you hear the echoes of what the way you're spending your time and energy. And hopefully you notice, wait a minute now, I have all this data and now it's about what am I going to do with that? What am I going to do with that to, in order to value my own time, energy, capacity, right? Exactly. And then you can still, you know, leave those people seen, heard and loved, but still have a boundary or just remove yourself altogether. And you know what? Um, I love how you, you know, you said time, energy and capacity, right? Because I think sometimes when we see a disconnect between what people say and what they do, we assume it's just all integrity. They're not being who they say they are. And I talk about this in the Break Free book a lot. I think it's the final, the last chapter. I talk about increase your capacity, right? Mm -hmm. Because I think sometimes, you know, love hopes and expects the best in people. And when we look at people from that lens of love, it's like some people do, like you're looking at them, they want to, like who just says, I don't want to have integrity, I just don't want to, you know, I don't right. want to have healthy relationships. I don't want to, I don't want to be loved. Like who, no one's waking up, Jordan, saying those things. But yet we find ourselves in these unfavorable situations that oftentimes make us unhappy or miserable. Um, and it's because we don't have the capacity so we, we, we're looking at a relationship or an opportunity, job, whatever, and it's like, okay, I'm interested in that. I want to do that. I want to have that. I want to be with this person, right? But do I have the capacity? Mm. And if you can't identify that, you can't develop the capacity. Mm -hmm. And then that's a decision in itself. If you can, are you going to choose growth? 
So it's not always that people don't want to, because I think early, you know, when I was younger, I used to think, oh, you know, it's an integrity thing. You know, yes. they don't want to do this or that, you know? And as I grew I realized, no, no, no. There's so oftentimes people want to do these things they want, yes. but the capacity is missing. Correct. Isn't that freeing? Talk about break free. It is so liberating to realize that. And then it allows you to say, that is who that person is right now. That's where they are in their journey. And I know about myself that I need to be someplace different. So it doesn't have to be so personal and so connected in terms of their placement says something about mine. It doesn't have to be that. Exactly. You can observe it. it more objectively and then have the freedom to make your boundary or make your distinction, manage your own expectations around it and move forward. Yes. And in that too, I've discovered that sometimes those relationships personally and professionally come back around, right? Because yes. you decided to, I think boundaries they protect relationships, right? You're protecting the relationship or the possibility of one with an individual when you actually say, okay, uh, this isn't really working. The capacity's not there. I love you. I would like this, but this is the boundary. And sometimes because you create that boundary, the person comes back or you come back, people have, people grow, they change. Yeah. And because that boundary was set, you can come back again and communicate and have a new yeah. outcome, which I, I think love. I will warn though, my experience is that is the exception. That's the rule, <laughs> no, yeah. right? I, I, I want true. us to be cautious about, you know, how we hold out hope for certain things. Because I mm -hmm. do think there are, what, what, what I know to be true is as long as you are maintaining your own integrity and boundaries, you will continue to thrive and you will continue to attract people to true. you that, you know, and it sometimes is people revisiting from your past in a, in a different light. But I will say, I think most of the time, you know, it, it's um, new people the same. or it's uh -huh. coming, somebody coming back with the, the same, um, struggles it's it's an it's an exciting thing and i do think we should celebrate that in ourselves when we can continue to improve upon ourselves and when we can continue to move in a path in a direction that is meaningful and i, I wanted to say something else too about how we're learning as we go because i think that also helps in terms of those initial conversations and those initial getting to know each other so, I, and this is professional and personal, right? I know about myself that I am better at identifying my own preferences, my own deal breakers, my own kind of, you know, and so I use that in work life and in personal life. So for example, I've talked about before, when I first stepped into this role um, in my work, I had everybody come and talk to me and, and they prepared what was called like a little user manual, you know, like tell me the best way to work with you. Tell me something that drives you crazy. I used better words than this, but you know, it was sure. basically like what brings out the best in me? What brings out the worst in me? What's the most effective way to work with me? And so what's interesting is you can know somebody a long time 
And when you ask those kinds of questions and allow them to share that with you, you might be learning something very new, right? 100%. Yes. And then same thing, I was able to communicate that to them, even though we already had a relationship, it was informative. And then it helps in terms of what is this new level in our relationship going to be? So again, personal and professional, that that awareness and ability to articulate more of my own self-awareness and being able to talk about that, write about it, think about it, embrace it, talk about the future, talk about now, you know, that is growth. And it helps in terms of reducing the time that it takes that we talked about here to decipher is this person, you know, how, how is this person yes. going to work within my life? Yes. That's so great, Jordan. I love that, that you made space and gave the opportunity for people to just let you know what helps them show up their best. I mean, that it's kind of, it seems like we should know to do that automatically, but I, I don't think it, it happens that way. Often where leaders recognize that I should be inquiring from my, you know, employees or people that are working here, you know, what will help them, (laughs) you know, actually show up better because in a lot of spaces where I'm invited, they're asking me, you know, Jordan, to help with the building development of people and so on. But I always say, how are we going to equip them to not before we say, Hey, you need to be better. How are we equipping them to just be themselves right now operating at this level and then, then take it to new heights. Right. So it's like understanding, you know, this person's a creative, this person's this, this person's that, and let them tell you, not you decide and project through your perception of them, who they are, and then put them in place, let hear from them, right. and then it, it it creates the space where they're they feel like it's safe to talk with you, and then you guys can kind of come up with that together, right? And say, okay, then there's buy-in. I'm not just a robot coming to work for you anymore. Hello, right? I'm I actually understand you care, and now I'm willing to show up differently because I know that because I see that we're in it together, and that's a totally different experience. It absolutely is. You were willing to ask and invest and I, and you gave me space to talk about it. And then I assume that, you, that now you're going to listen. But I'll say, Ashley, I think this comes from a place of, again, the messages we receive, right? So I bet in the, in the greatest giving everybody the benefit of the doubt, leaders have received the message that to be a good leader, you should know what motivates your staff. Right. What motivates the people around you? And maybe in personal relationships, this happens, too. If you're really emotional, intelligent, you should know what motivates people. But what that puts us in is a cycle of assumption and actually unconscious bias. So I have in my head already a, a certain kind of people and so when I'm interacting with staff member and I go like, oh, you're you must be this kind of person because I've now identified a couple of your traits and then have packaged that into one space based on my experience of the world. 
That is unconscious bias living out right in front of you. Instead of taking the time to say, I'm willing to be vulnerable and not have all the answers. And if I ask you about you and allow you to tell me, it actually raises all ships, right? It makes us both more Correct. powerful and that relationship more authentic because you've seen that I'm, I'm willing to learn and find out. I talk about assuming all the time mm -hmm. and, you know, how there's power in not knowing. Cause I think, you know, we think confidence is knowing I have right. to know, but confidence is actually saying, I don't know, you know, I'm not sure about that. I, I have to, I, I don't know. I, confidence is willing to say, I don't know. Right. Right. And <laughs> like you said, though, it's the messaging and Oh, I, I just, that, that just hit home for me. The whole thing of ha feeling like you have to know, because that shows that when, think about it. If you have a staff of, let's say 30 people and half of the individuals are showing up with that mentality, right? When do we get the opportunity to discover, to discover, to learn where the opportunity is lost because right. everybody knows everything. Right. <laughs> and so how do we come up with, where can we innovate? Where do we get to learn about each other? And how are those ideas brought for, forth in order for us to, right, create something new or solve a problem? It doesn't exist because it's trapped in our pride. Willie, that's a, one way of saying pride. it, right? Of our pride of, oh, I already got this. I know. And so as soon as you know, you stop learning. Mm -hmm. And so I love that. And it's so true in our personal relationships, too. There's always an opportunity to... um you know, I say, why don't you ask me a question? Right. <laughs> so like, oh, really? I, you know, sometimes family does that. You know, family will do that. They'll say, oh, you love such and such. Absolutely right. You're, you're cracking me up about family because, um, you know how that thing is like, sometimes you say that you like something, you're like 10 years old, right? And you say yes. that you like something. Mine was turtles, right? And like all yes. of a sudden, or music boxes. And all of a sudden, for every birthday, for every holiday, like you're getting everything that, right? And it's like, okay. From 10, from 10 years old from though, right? You're old. still getting turtles in music boxes, right? You're like, I don't need these anymore. I know. And it's such a place of love. It comes from a place of love of like, sure. I want to know. And like you're saying, this has been what we've said all along. Like there's real, sometimes really good intentions and Absolutely, loving, yeah. you know, I, I want to be the best at this. I can't show you, by the way, because of that place of pride that I don't know the answer. Right. You. And you know what? That's allowing people to evolve. And right. that's one of the things that I really have appreciated. Um, and just wrapping up today, Jordan, one of the, you know, one of the things I've appreciated about our relationship is that we've always been intentional about giving each other space to evolve. I think that's, you know, True. why we've had this, you know, 15 year, I think it's been about 15 years. It's been long, 15 you know. years, friend. I was figuring it out. 15, we were right? hot on the trail of arts administration, teaching artistry, arts education, and it was 15 hot years ago. Yes. 15 hot years ago, right? And <laughs> wow, that's a long, we're giving some, too much information to I the know, listeners right now. Okay. We're we'll revealing too much. We're revealing a lot. Yes. Yeah, not only so. is there freedom in that identity, there's, 
I feel from you and with you that we're also applauding every level up, every lesson. We're celebrating with each other then. So while, you know, the <laughs> the turtle or whatever play that had a beautiful place in our lives, that is, it has value. And it doesn't need to be the same level after level, right? That we can recognize in each other. Now we're here. This was great, Jordan. I'm so happy that you were here with us today. Before we wrap up, any final words to leaders listening, up and coming leaders, people already in high level leadership? I think a lot of what we've talked about today and in our lives is this idea of really you know, maintaining your integrity, your self-awareness, and this idea of surrounding yourself with people who light you up. Um, and that can be really scary. You know, leadership can feel lonely a lot of times. Um, you know, the final decision is with you. Um, you can't always vent in the same way that you could at different levels of of growth along the way in the journey but um taking that position and taking that mantle very seriously and looking for ways to feed that you know sense of purpose and feed that um and remind yourself of that integrity why you're here what is your purpose i think you know, this is this podcast, our conversations, the work that you're doing, this all feeds into those values. Um, so hopefully leaders out there are feeling ways to connect, ways to be fed so that it isn't so lonely and that you can remember, you know, to use what got you here in the first place to keep you propelling forward. Well said. Thank you so much. If you enjoy the Break Free podcast and want to stay connected to Ashley, subscribe to her email list by going to theashleywinston.com and receive the number one secret to overcoming obstacles and creating a life you love for free. Within this secret, you'll discover many keys to advancing your personal and professional goals and enjoy gaining the clarity that moves you forward at warp speed. Become a part of the Break Free family by signing up today and getting the inspiration you need to reach your next level of unstoppable. Stay up to date with Ashley's latest episodes and be the first to know about new offers, products, services, and events. Simply visit theashleywinston.com.